Welcome to Listed, a podcast about people, money, and power on the Forbes list. I'm your co-host, Maggie McGrath. And I'm Abe Brown. The other co-host, and today's list is The Celebrity 100. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight. So here at Forbes, we track the world's fortunes of the world's richest people. We do. I think people think of us only about when it comes to billionaires. Well, that they do, but we also track celebrities. I love it. It's one of our it's one of my favorite franchises. We've both worked on it. I think partially my inspiration for working on it was I grew up reading People magazine and obsessed with the world's celebrities. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do the celebrity one hundred. All right, in the studio today, we have our very own child star turned star editor and reporter, Zach O'Malley Greenberg. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. And we are going to talk about the Celebrity 100, which is our list of the top earning celebrities. And which Zach edits. Woo! And that all three of us, well, you and I have worked for Zach on this project before. I looked at originally highest earning TV stars because I used to watch television. And then I was looking at the chefs. And who did you, who were your files? You guys oh. both had the chef. You both had Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, yeah, we both had Gordon. Uh, I did chefs, magicians, radio hosts, so many different, very interesting people. What always impressed me most about this project, even more than the billionaires, frankly, is how they reacted to it was always, some people obviously wanted to sort of game the system and go up the list. But a lot of people sort of saw it as, you're doing what? You're going to do what to me? And uh, the project has existed for like 20 years. And these are people in Hollywood. They make commercial products, though they definitely don't think of it that way. For sure. And, and you know, I think the chefs uh, and magicians perhaps are a little bit um, more tentative about it because they're not always on the list, right? There's one chef and one magician. And, you know, so uh, they're, they're perhaps not used to the drill quite as much as you know, the actors and actresses and the sports superstars and the musicians who are constantly under the spotlight. So, you know, there's, there's a little bit of that. But but certainly, you know, it is very much like the billionaires list in that there are a lot of people um, who ignore you when you give them a number, when you try to bounce off the, the, the earnings estimate off of them. Uh, there are a lot of people who try to bump you up. Uh, and there are actually a few people who who try to who try to get the, their number down or get off the list entirely. Well, because we're talking about earnings here, this isn't a net worth estimation. This is what we think they're and what we've calculated their earnings to be. So there's a little bit of a difference there. So if they've reported X amount of taxable income to the IRS and we come out with an earnings figure that is 10x, that's kind of a problem. Which I think has happened. Didn't it happen to Fifty Cent? Uh, I'm sure it has happened along the lines over the the years, but, um, yeah, you know, uh, uh, people definitely try to manipulate those numbers. Well, I'm pretty sure the numbers on Johnny Depp also ended up in his court cases recently, right? Yeah. Well, you know, so first of all, the thing to understand about the, the, uh, Celebrity 100 list is it measures annual earnings over the past 12 months. We go June to June. So technically, you know, people wouldn't be in trouble with the IRS uh, necessarily because they could always argue that, oh, well, this came outside of that taxable year and haven't reported it yet. And a lot of these people have extensions already on their taxes. So, you know, perhaps uh, it wouldn't go in until that's filed, that kind of thing. Um, but the, the Johnny Depp part you mentioned was it's th- that kind of thing, I think, drives a lot of the motivation for people to um, kind of interact with us or not on their numbers. So, uh, you know, in the cases where people are trying to argue us down, 
almost invariably months or years later, you find out that they're getting divorced or they have some kind of child support situation. And, um, you know, they may want to try to use a lower number in the court by saying, oh, no, but, you know, maybe uh, our taxable income was that last year. But this year, you know, Forbes thinks that we're down, you know, so (laughs) shouldn't be paying all that alimony. Oh, goodness. Zach, you are an expert witness. What can I say? (laughs) Let's just take a step back. I want to talk about who is on the leaderboard, who is in the top 10 this year. And I really want to know how it compares to the prior years and who surprised you on this year's top 10 versus, you know, 2018, 17, 16, et cetera. Yes, for sure. Well, the the uh, top three, we've got Taylor Swift in there at $185 million in annual earnings. That is her second time at number one on the list. Uh, really cementing her reputation. Yeah. Oh, oh hey. I see oh, what I, you did I'm there. I'm going to do this all pod long. I'm sorry. Uh, I believe she's the only musician to top the list twice. I have to double check on that, but I, I think that's... Your granular knowledge of this is kind of scary. I have been doing it for uh, for about 10 years, so... Some of it has to trickle in there and, and stay. Yeah, I mean, that's something that we should have given you more credit for when we just introduced you. Uh, you are really responsible for broadening the Hollywood and and music coverage into really different ways, Since, especially, again, just in the past 10 years. Well, thanks so much. Yeah, I mean, you know, we started doing the Celebrity 100 about 20 years ago. Uh, before I got here. And, you know, over the past 10 years, it's it's been one of my key projects. But I think that my focus over the the past 10 years has been trying to get us to look at some places where we wouldn't look within that firmament of stars, if you will. Um, So certainly hip hop, uh, we've been doing the hip hop list now for 10 years, 10 plus years. And you see that down, um, you know, throughout the Celebrity 100, you see some of some of these um, new lists and people from those universes kind of coming in. So from hip hop to electronic dance music, you know, different kind of previously overlooked corners of the entertainment industry that are now, you know, front and center. So number two on the list, Kylie Jenner, 170 million. And number three, Kanye West, 150 million in earnings right there. Um, you know, I, we weren't really looking at the, in that kind of realm, you know, before before about a decade ago on a regular basis. So there were one-off stories. We had a great, there's a great cover we did. Actually, the first Celebrity 100, we had um, Diddy back when he was Puff Daddy and Jerry Seinfeld together Wait, on the cover. What's he at now? Uh, what did he, he made about 50, no, 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 60 no. million dollars. I, what's Diddy's name now? Is it just Diddy? Oh, it's Diddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Brother Love for about a week. Oh my God, I missed that. Brother Love, yeah. Um, But we have him listed as Sean Combs at number 28. So yeah, we, right. we've gone with his legal name this year, I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah. Play, gotta play it safe there. <laughs> uh, 70 million in earnings. So, you know. <laughs> Uh, Honestly, that's more than I would think. I, maybe I'm just not paying attention as much as you are to that corner of the world. Well, it's funny you guys ask me about surprises. You know, in a way, there are no surprises for me because I'm so in it with these numbers. But, you know, Diddy and Kanye, uh, in a funny way, are on there for similar reasons, which is that they they got a, a really great deal from a really big company and just kind of rolled with it. So in Diddy's case, it was Diageo and his Ciroc Vodka. And so uh, he struck this incredible deal, uh, a profit split with them about a decade ago, back when Ciroc was, you know, this kind of, I don't know, number 40 or 50 vodka in the world. And they figured, sure, we'll give him this crazy deal. You know, it's barely making any money anyway. But then he applied his Diddy magic and um diddy magic diddy i magic. even want to know oh no i just made that yeah, uh, yeah. Right. copyright I mean, zog yeah <laughs> but the the thing that he did was um 
you know, he 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 kind of found a way to articulate what made that vodka different. And in fact, it was different. It was made out of grapes. There's no difference instead. in vodka. No, no, no. It was, it was, it's actually, a lot of people say it's not a vodka because it's made uh, out of grapes as opposed to um, a t- typical grain, right? In some places, it's not listed even as a vodka. It's listed as like a like a like a liqueur or something there are all kinds of different definitions of it but his whole shtick was you don't want to drink potatoes you want to drink grapes grapes are sexy you know grapes wine whatever grapes potatoes, are sexy famine you know that the sexiest uh, fruit to you I, I think i think grapes are pretty sexy right maggie i, I like raspberries oh yeah, yeah. Uh, i'll take a blueberry too yeah uh all right so I, uh round out the the rest of the leaderboard who is the rest of the top 10 for us uh, there's the top 10. We got number four, um, Lionel Messi at 127 million in earnings. Uh, Ed Sheeran comes in at 110 million in earnings. And, and actually we should just, um, are we going to pause here for Ed? What's that? We're pausing for Ed. We're pausing for Ed. I, I think it's so boring to have me read them. We should have DJ Khaled read them like he did on our video. Maybe we can play the sound clip. Oh, of, we should uh, play the sound clip. Hey, yo, check this out. It's the father of Assad, DJ Khaled. Are you ready for the Forbes? Celebrity hundredness, the highest paid celebrities, this the list. Are you ready? Ed Sheeran is a good friend of mine. Ed Sheeran got a lot of money. Shout out to Lionel Messi. You know, soccer is a global sport. It's a worldwide sport. And when you're on top of that sport, it's the whole world. Kanye West, you know what I'm saying? Kanye West is special. Um, Special in so many ways. so Kylie Jenner, she's doing an amazing job. She's a true hustler. I don't know her personally. Every time I see her at a award show, we greet each other. We're always passing each other. So she always says hi, I say hi. God bless Taylor Swift and God bless everybody's success, you know? Let me tell you now, I'm on my way to be a billionaire. And how did you, did that take much convincing to get DJ Khaled to run, round out the top 10? Surprisingly not. Um, you know, I was uh, doing a video at his house to, kind of talking about his emergence onto the Celebrity 100 scene. He made uh, $40 million over the past year. I think he came in at number 87. And this is like a big moment for him. He's, you know, he keeps telling us, I'm going to make that. I'm going to make that first. It was the Hip Hop Cash Kings list. And then he made that. And then he said, I'm going to make the Celebrity 100 list. And he made that. And now he's telling us he's going to become a billionaire. So as he's, you know, going on and, and, and talking about this, you know, I convinced him to go count down the top five. And Ed Sheeran was my favorite, um, one of the top five that he counted down. And, and you know, you wouldn't necessarily think that DJ Khaled, like, was particularly tight with Ed Sheeran. But Ed Sheeran, I mean, the new collaborations project, he's worked with almost everyone across music. Whether or not you like the album can be up for debate, but he is well connected. I oh, would yeah. Say. And and apparently uh, when he started making all this money, he went to DJ Khaled and asked his advice what kind of car he should get. And, um, and the answer was? And DJ Khaled was very adamant. It had to be Rolls Royce, a wraith with the stars in the ceiling. But anyway, he he DJ Khaled was very adamant. He kept saying... Ed Sheeran, that boy got money. <laughs> you don't understand. He's <laughs> like oh, dude. on another level. Um, so Ed Sheeran, you know, I think, you know, he's he's another one. I think he's kind of um, a great example of how musicians get on the top of or toward the top of this list. Like Taylor Swift, he's just been touring his brains out, grossing hundreds of millions of dollars on the road, selling out stadiums. And, you know, if you can do that, it becomes, you know, I don't say easy to make the list because, you know, playing 
a hundred shows a year or whatever uh, is not an easy thing. But you know, when you have the ability to in one night gross five or six million dollars, um, you know, you can really scale this thing up uh, in a way that that other acts cannot if you're only playing arenas or smaller venues. Missing from the top ten uh, is any actor or actress, right? You have to go until the twenties, I think, for uh, The Rock. Uh, yeah, The Rock is up there. There are a ton of Avengers up there. Um, I think, yeah, The Rock is the, the top actor. Where is he? I think right right up there, Maggie. Um, well, Chris Hemsworth is number 24, but I may have zoomed the rock past was, yeah, The Rock. Was, oh, yeah, I did. Sorry. Dwayne know, Johnson is the, number 15. The Celebrity 100 is really a good uh, reflection of the of the trends going in Hollywood. You see the, 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 the Marvel uh, takeover of all of Hollywood. You see, um... The, the the obsession with just like the franchises and the IP and the not and the just taking the same IP and, and you generating see the lack of mil- women in the athletic department and overall I mean unfortunately there are only sixteen women out of hundred on the list and that's about what it's been over the time that I've been working on this project it really hasn't you know? changed at all period um I mean it'll go up or down you know by a couple but it's usually somewhere between ten and twenty women on the list uh, there yeah no athletes. The closest was Serena Williams, who I think was around thirty million in earnings. But the cutoff for this list was thirty-seven and a half uh, to get to. That's just to get on at number one hundred. So you know, um, I think it's reflective of you know the fact that there's a lot of work still to be done. It's worth noting though um, that the women who did make the list made much more on average than the average guy. So it was I think about seventy or seventy-one million for the average woman on the list. About sixty million for the average guy. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Zog, will you finish off the top ten for us? Uh, all right. So we've got number six. We got um, Cristiano Ronaldo at one hundred and nine million. Neymar at one hundred and five million. Again, two huge soccer stars. Um, the Eagles again, one hundred million. Then we get down to number nine and ten. Um, we got Phil McGraw, Doctor Phil McGraw, Doctor Phil McGraw, Doctor uh, ninety-five million. And how does that happen? Well, it's syndication. It's um, getting a cut of the advertising. Uh, my mom shows, watching that kind of damn stuff. show every day. Yep, yep. It's it's again. It's it's scale. You know, um, you know the Eagles scale, Phil McGraw scale, all in different ways. But if you know if you can provide the same service or product to a larger group of people without having to do any more work, you know, <laughs> you get into the top ten. And then rounding it out, we have Canelo Alvarez. At $94 million, he's, he's a boxer. He has this incredible deal with DAZN uh, streaming network. So kind of like the, the modern take on HBO. All right. So as much as I love chit-chatting, we do have segments that we have brainstormed for all of these episodes. And I personally would like to start with the waiting list. Who didn't wait. make the list? You're going to make me wait for the other ones? Yes. It's a dual-purpose waiting list. Oh, all right. Fine. Waiting list. Let's do it. The waiting list are up-and-comers. People will make the list in the future. Zach. Yeah. Uh, so this list is kind of funny when you talk about up and comers, right? The entry point is $37.5 million. So you have to be an NBA player on a max deal. You have to be a musician capable of touring arenas. Um, you have to be an Avenger. You know, th- that's kind of like the level. So, you know, the closest thing to an up and comer that we had this year, just to give you kind of uh, uh, context, um, Sean Mendes squeaked onto the list at $38 million. He plays stadiums. Squeaked. 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 Ariana Grande, you know, um, uh, I mean, who else? Like Aaron Rodgers made his debut on the list. So it's it's like a pretty high bar for entry. But, you know, if I were betting on um, who would be the next sort of like mid-career superstar 
to to finally crack through. I think somebody like Sam Smith, he was very close this year. He was within a few million dollars. Um, you know, he's he's not exactly uh, an up and comer in in the grand context of things. He's a big pop star. Obviously, they're they're not really. Um, exactly like exciting newcomer types i mean maroon five <laughs> yeah we're not uh, excited to move on you know hey songs about uh, jane was an all-time great album nick Foles, you'd be excited <laughs> about that nick Foles. oh uh you know these were people who were all there's uh, no way nick Foles will I mean, ever make this level yeah, alec baldwin <laughs> I, I i'll call you on that bet uh bts the the huge K-pop group was a newcomer this year, and you know uh, they kind of came from I don't know like, like out of nowhere, but maybe uh, maybe two years ago, nobody in the United States or very few people would have been able to tell you who or what a BTS is. So I think there are more acts from that universe that could kind of um, very rapidly go from you know um, bubbling up or being big abroad to being you know a plus list. Celeb 100 um, right here. I think Blackpink is one, another K-pop group that could really, you know, make the jump from um, from stars to super duper stars. Could see them next year. Uh, and, you know, certainly um, one of the areas where we see a lot of acts come up very quickly is in hip hop. So Travis Scott made the list this year uh, for the first time. And he was, I think he was in the mid 50s, something like that, 50 million or, or thereabouts, um, which is, you know. Who is he married to? He is he's married to no one, but he's uh he is with Kylie Jenner. Ah, okay. So the actually this is kind of fascinating. Kylie and Travis earned almost as much, I think, or slightly more than Kim and Kanye. They were both around two two hundred and twenty million dollars per couple. So wow. combined, the the Kardashian clan, uh, you know, earned who runs the like world, half Maggie? a billion dollars. The Kardashians, yeah. apparently. <laughs> when you add in all the other. Uh, uh, Kardashians who who didn't make the list. It's yeah, it's probably around half a billion dollars over the past twelve months in earnings for the Kardashians and um, associates. All right, let's move on. I really want to do the Departed. That's which, just because you like that movie. I, I do like that movie. Love that movie. Yeah, I mean, you, never seen that movie. You cannot start screwing with Scorsese if you haven't seen the Scorsese movie in question. Zach, favorite Scorsese movie? I mean, The Departed. Gangs. No, Departed. Departed? I mean, this is okay. like probably my favorite movie of all time. All right, so The Departed are about people who've dropped off the list. Like a certain body at the end of The Departed. So there's, um, again, it's, it's, a, it's a weird one because it's an earnings list, right? Uh, it's not like a net worth list that people drop off because they had some horrible disaster in their business or, uh, you know, they lost all their money, they got swindled. Well, your star fades, you're in less money, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, that happens. But also there's a lot of, you know, musicians who were just off touring cycles or boxers who had a big fight and then, you know, kind of chilled out Well, maybe we can talk a little bit about boxing economics, which they they blip on because they have these huge one-year paydays Pacquiao's been number one before, right? So is Mayweather, I May, believe. Yeah, Mayweather is, is the most prominent drop-off. And I believe he was, was he number one last year? He was he was really high up. Um, and, you know, he's somebody who can go in, do a big fight, and, you know, and, and have a nine-figure earnings total, and then the next year drop off completely. Um, but, you know, you can kind of afford to do that when you are having nine-figure earnings totals. You can just go hang out and play in charity basketball games, um, which is he was doing lately. Maybe not even from this list. Who's who's fallen by the wayside in the past couple of years? Um, you know, I'm looking I'm looking down this list here. 
you know, uh, people who've fall, fallen off, George Clooney, um, he, Garth Brooks, I mean, Will Smith. When you find you're a mall, you know, you just gotta. <laughs> so you know, he, he never really had to, uh, you no. know, do any, do any particular roles, but um, but now he he definitely does. Although he's in that, he's got that uh, Nescafe campaign with oh, Danny, all the commercials with Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he needs to be doing that. But uh, maybe he thinks passion it's fun. project. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe he and Danny just you know enjoy getting coffee. All right. Well, you know where we're going. We don't need roads. It's the Wayback Machine in which we throw back to an issue from from the archives. We're going back to 2004. I, I'm I, Abe I is love our this resident segment. historian. Dives into the archives all the time. Forbes is 102 years old, so we have many archives Ooh. to choose from. I know. So, what do you? Are we guessing who is on the cover? Yeah, this you is, wouldn't uh, let me see it earlier. I know because you're Can not. I guess. Uh, 2004. No, you, you know too much. <laughs> Zach, no. You, you go last. Maggie first. So 2004. I'm going to guess Cher was on the cover. Cher? This I need is not to, I 1974. Need, I believe in life after 1970 success. Oh, oh okay. No, that's And incorrect. she is great these days. I, I mean, yeah, who doesn't love Cher? But no. Zog? I'm going to go with Mel Gibson. Ooh. We have a winner. It does not age well, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Mel boom. staring back from us. Yeah, Passion of the not, Christ. Yeah, I yeah. Get, it oh. is. It is the. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, really, you had to pick a problematic one. Uh, like you couldn't <laughs> have gone back to the Diddy cover or Puff Daddy or whatever Beyonce. we were calling. <laughs> we have so much more to talk about because it is problematic in retrospect. Uh, the, the other four people on the cover age better. Well, three, I guess. You've got Giselle. Uh, uh, Angelina Jolie, Bruce Springsteen, but I love. Uh, can you guys see who this other one is? My eyesight's bad. Huh? Oh, is that Paris Hilton? Uh, that would be Paris Hilton. <laughs> and Tony Hawk gets a cover line too. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it was. Um, uh, 2004 was a it was a good year for uh, people people who've since lost a lot of relevance. Tony Hawk has a great Twitter account, and he just retweets and says things about people, like sort of recognizing him. Sort of recognize. Sort of rec- oh yeah, yeah, I can yeah, see that because yeah, yeah, he has yeah. one of those faces that you sort of recognize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude could skate down the street, and I wouldn't recognize him. Yeah. All right, so all right, so I, I, I'm going to give you just a few little tidbits uh, from the from the Wayback Machine here, from the actual Celebrity 100 from 1994. Um, Jim Carrey, number 15. Now, I, I, I guess a little proviso: the Celebrity 100 had a slightly different formula back then. It wasn't purely earnings-based. Uh, we had a little bit of darker magic worked in there. So uh, <laughs> Jim Carrey, still number 15. Uh, he earned, nonetheless, he earned uh, $66 million in, 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 the, in the tabulation for this list, which is just wow, in, incredible. Have either of you... Liar, liar? Uh, Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. Do you, do you, do you, have you heard of that? I, I've actually seen it. <gasps> it's set in Buffalo, New York. And uh, <laughs> yeah, apparently it was a big payday for that guy. Uh, let's see. who Another another few names from history here. Uh, Barry Bonds, number 34, mm-hmm. earned $23 million. And that was... Uh, the Giants won the World Series in 2002. Yeah. Just to defend my share guess, she was number nine on the Celebrity 100 in the year 2000. So, okay, I am not totally off base. I didn't really peg you as a share devotee. Honestly, it's because I'd been looking at the year 2000 Celeb 100, so I was trying to extrapolate to 2004. I was trying to prepare for this pop quiz, and I failed miserably. Yeah, you, you didn't do very well. 
Well, I'm looking forward to this next debate because this is truly a debate and there is no right answer. We are going into the Robinson Crusoe Award. Who from the Celeb 100 of this year, of of 2019, 2019. would you like to be stranded with on a desert island? Zach? Oh, man. Kick us Um, off, Zach. I mean, DJ Khaled is pretty entertaining. I got to <laughs> say. I mean, uh, but what happens if it's for eternity? Yeah, that that could that could get a, a little bit grating. Um, All right, Abe, you've wait, thought I, about I, this. I would think about this a little longer. Well, then let's let's put Abe on the spot. Abe, who do you want to be stranded with? Oh, uh, this was easy for me, Paul Rudd. Why? Firstly, the man is aging so so well. He yes, is but as without handsome today. Beauty products. It doesn't matter. That's all natural. Are you saying that Paul Rudd's had work done? No, I'm saying that Paul Rudd depends on moisturizers that would not be available to one on a des- deserted island. Look, I'm just counting on Paul Rudd to keep aging the way he is and maybe to be a little bit like his actual um, Ant-Man character, which is uh, MacGyver in a Superman's body. Interesting. So I've thought about this. It's really tempting to say Taylor Swift because I would like to be part of her squad. I am basic in that sense. Um, it's also really tempting to say Djokovic because he's always been one of my celebrity crushes. But I am going to be practical and say Gordon Ramsay because he can cook. <laughs> and I no, trust no, no, him no, to no, find no, no, food no. on a deserted island and to make sure I don't starve. Look, I have actually had the <clears throat> fortune of interviewing and profiling Gordon before. You and he would hate each other. I like debate. It's fine. I need food more than I need uh, likability. <laughs> yeah, but it's Paul Rudd. It's food. <sighs> Zog. Well, okay. I, I went back through the list and I, and I, I went with an eye toward people who I've interviewed before. But I got to go with Katy Perry. She is actually the most down-to-earth, approachable person uh, who is super famous that I've ever interviewed. So she was on the cover in 2014. And I spent a couple hours with her in LA and then a couple of days in, in Rome. And there was just, there was none of this kind of like, oh, well, you know, everything has to go through a handler. We just sat down in, in a conference room, the two of us, and talked, did the interview for two hours. There was, you know, no PR person butting in and, you know, trying to feed her answers. She was just very honest about her approach to things. And she talked a lot about how, because she was never, you know, really formally educated in college or I think even high school, she she got, had, got a D, GED. Um, but so the way that she kind of like goes about her education is when she's on tour, she'll hit up the Roman Coliseum and, and you know, during an off day and, you know, get a tour from a a PhD in Italian history. I remember that profile, and that's one of the details that I remember. Just the way she tours the world and looks for education in in real time is really interesting. So she's probably actually picked up a number of survival tips if you're ever stuck with her on a a deserted island. Yeah. Uh, So, Maggie, you've got... Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. You're taking Katy Perry. I I guess I'll, I'll still go for Paul Rudd, though. Now I'm rethinking The Rock. In all, that's a wrap with Zach O'Malley-Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Zach. Thank you for having me on. Here at Forbes, we love our lists. But we, we do. We don't want to be navel gazers. We don't. So we want to give some love to lists around the internet. And in this segment that we have named... Last but not least. Oh, good Lord. Let's just move on. Abe, what list you got for me? Uh, I have a list from 1956. This is uh, coming from the Scientology 
uh, membership magazine that L. Ron Hubbard is sending out to his members. He's just started his new religion, and he is very specific. He wants his new followers to go out and convert celebrities to his cause. And he publishes a... Oh, it's, it's, there's about 30 names on this list, and he describes them. I love how he describes them. He describes them as query, and he describes them as like poach as poaching your game. He is very much a hit list of people he wants converted to the religion, and it's everyone from uh, Edward R. Murrow to uh, Marlena Dietrich, Groucho Marx, Vincent Price, Red Skeleton, uh, Hedda Hopper, Bob Hope. I could go on, but you know, uh, Pablo Picasso, Walt Disney, and it 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 just struck me as such a fascinating artifact from history because uh, L. Ron Hubbard was so smart in the way he created this 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 new religion, and it, and he knew from the beginning that he needed. Uh, celebrity faces for it. And of course, today, Scientology is a thing in Hollywood. You've got Tom Cruise, John Travolta, Elizabeth Moss, all proud members. It was an ambitious list that he created. I'm most impressed with Edward R. Murrow. Yeah, me too. Well, on that note, good night and good luck. You're always number one in my book, Mags. Counting down until I can do this again. That's all we've got for today. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your co-host, Maggie McGrath, editor at Forbes Women. And I'm Abe Brown, senior editor at Forbes. Thanks very much to Zach O'Malley-Greenberg, our entertainment editor, and our man on a desert island someplace with Katy Perry. Join us next week when we go behind the cover story interview with Kanye West. Ooh, I'm excited. Listed is produced by Spoke Media. Kieran Meadows records with us in studio with help from Janielle Kastner. Also thanks to Caroline Hamilton, Will Short, and Keith Reynolds at Spoke Media. And thanks to Travis Collins, Kyle Kramer, Randall Lane, Laurel Monglin, and Dario Furutan here at Forbes. Bye. See you next week. You would hate Gordon Ramsay. You really would. You said he was good with the kids. You're not a kid. I can be childlike in my wonder.